Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Tuesday, January 11th, and we are glad to have you with us for uh, this day. It's a little chilly outside. I think you have already experienced that if you've been out, Uh, but uh, the sun is shining. It's going to be a great day, and uh, we're going to have a great, great week together. We want to welcome you, those that are listening by way of radio, 95.9 FM. Uh, Those that are uh, listening on our radio app or those listening on our podcast, we thank you for joining us. We're glad to have you. And then for those that are watching on Facebook and YouTube, we welcome you. Now, those that are listening on the radio, you can't see me, uh, but those that are watching, you can see me. And just so you don't, the whole broadcast, try to figure it out, I've got a tie on, and uh, this tie is an Alabama tie. Now, I know I stayed up last night. I shouldn't have even stayed up that late, but I stayed up and watched the game, and Alabama did not win last night. And to be honest with you, I'm not a big Alabama fan, but we do have some Alabama fans in our church, and one in particular, and I'll wear this tie today in honor of him, even though Alabama didn't win, but uh, Brother Howard Fields, many of you know Brother Fields, he is a diehard Alabama fan And that family, they've got the Alabama-Auburn rivalry going on strong. But uh, I'm wearing this today in honor of Brother Fields. He was the first one that called me from Victory Baptist Church uh, when they were looking for a pastor. Brother Fields was the uh, chairman of the uh, pulpit committee. And uh, he called me. I'll never forget. It was uh, September of 2013. He called me. And I had never met, at least I didn't remember meeting him. I'd been here a few times just in passing with the tour groups. But uh, he called me. I got to talk to him. And just I said, well, I appreciate you calling, brother. I said, but uh, I'm serving the Lord here. We had just started a brand new semester at Colton State where my wife and I were serving. I was teaching classes there and traveling and all of that. And I said, I appreciate you calling me, but I said, uh, you know, I can't. I said, I I think I even said, I said, I really can't even pray about it. Although in that conversation, I did say, well, I said, I will pray about it. And uh, I waited um, three or four weeks. I prayed, I fasted, I talked to my wife, uh, I talked to Pastor Treber, and eventually uh, I called Brother Fields, and I said, you know, if you're still interested, I said, I've prayed about it, and I think it may be a possibility. I don't know what the Lord's going to do and all that, and so the rest is history. Here I am, and here our family has been now for eight years, and God's been good to us, uh, but anyway, that's the story for the tie. Now, please don't tune out just because you're not an Alabama fan, you know, I certainly am not wearing a, a, a Tar Heels or a Blue Devil tie because I know that caused a church split right there. But uh, I hope you're having a great day, and we welcome you today to our broadcast. Happy anniversary today to Jamie and Jamie Elliott. 
Today is their anniversary. It is 19 years. And uh, congratulations to you. I was talking to Brother Jamie, and Miss Jamie was within earshot on Sunday. So this was not, you know, this was more just in good fun. But I said, uh, Brother Jamie, I said, I hope you're doing it upright, you know, anniversary. And of course, with his work schedule as a lineman and her schedule as a teacher, this is a crazy week. Uh, but I said, but listen, I said, you need to make sure you do it upright. I said, now, 19 is big, but the big one is next year their 20th. And I said that, and I laughed because I said, well, actually, I said, my wife and I, we're celebrating 20 years in March of this year. And so the pressure is on. You pray for me that uh, we'll be able to, I'll be able to do something um, that will be able to express to her uh, how grateful I am for my wife and for these uh, almost now 20 years God's allowed us to be married. God's been so good to us. And, uh, but I want to say happy anniversary to Brother uh, Jamie and Miss Jamie Elliott. Let's pray today. Pray for our church. Pray for our school. Pray for our missionaries. And uh, let's pray for God to continue to bless us. You know, without the Lord, uh, we can do nothing. And uh, every day we need Him. Here's a song we're talking about in 2022. We're talking a lot about the church. That's our theme uh, from Matthew 16, 18. Uh, Miss Grace designed that beautiful uh, design on our bulletins and on our banners and on our calendars. But Matthew 16, 18, Jesus said, Upon this rock, speaking of Himself, He said, Upon this rock, I will build my church. It's his church. It's not mine. It's not yours. Uh, it's his church. And he said, I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I want you to hear this great song uh, by the Manorese family. These are some folks up in uh, New England and uh, up in near New Jersey is where they are. Uh, and they're a blessing. You'll enjoy this song. Let the church arise. And we need the church more now than we've ever needed the church to stand up and to do something for God. After this song, we'll get into our Bible study in Proverbs 28. We've sat silent for too long While the darkness ever strong Cast a shadow on this land But we're the children of the light We have hope that's burning bright we weren't made to cower, we were made to stand. Let the church arise. Let us stand for what is holy. Let us stand for what is right. And live our lives as a beacon in the night. No, we Expectation answer when he calls. Let the church arise. Let us stand for what is holy. Let us stand for what is right and live our lives as a beacon in the night. No, we will not come. 
Amen for that. It's a great song, and uh, that's uh, our desire in 2022, that the church uh, will stand up, will uh, be strong, will go forward for God, and that we'll let God use us to do great things. You know, it's His church, uh, but He has given us the privilege to serve Him in the church, and I'm looking forward to uh, this year. I'm looking forward to seeing people get back to church. My wife uh, was commenting the other day. She said, you know, Sunday we had a good day. We had people out sick and we had people out traveling, all that. You know, that's just that's the, the way it goes sometimes. But she said this, she said, it's been so good to see some people coming back to church that have been out for a while. And I'm so thrilled for what God's doing. And I'm looking forward to seeing that more and more and more. And uh, you say, well, I'm still nervous about coming back to church. Well, I will tell you this, and I'm as serious as a heart attack. Uh, if you're nervous about coming back to church, then you need to come to the early service at 8.45. There's plenty of room in that auditorium. We have that service uh, for the reason that we can have room and we can have space. And uh, that's a great start. And then once you come back to that, maybe you'll feel more comfortable coming back to the 11 o'clock. Uh, come on Sunday night. Uh, Sunday night, it's, it's not crowded, but I mean, it's, it's, it's comfortably full on Sunday nights. And then Wednesday nights, we've got a lot of room because we have the master clubs and all those workers are out. And so uh, I promise you, uh, you'll be blessed if you come back and I hope it'll be a blessing to you. I saw some comments here I wanted to uh, make mention of. Brother uh, Jimmy Clements, thank you for watching. Uh, Sheila Pittman, thank you for watching. Uh, my Aunt Vicki commented and she said she's watching. Uh, Gail, thank you for commenting. Gail Crawley, thank you for watching. And uh, Angie Davis, thank you for watching with your mom. And uh, that blessed my heart to see that. We pray uh, for your mom every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. She's on. <coughs> excuse me. She's on our list of those that are in uh, the nursing homes, and we pray for her at Liberty Commons. And so we're glad that she's watching. And then. My Aunt Vicki said, of course, we always have to talk about the weather. That's just the way I do it, it seems like. But uh, Rockford, Illinois uh, feels like zero. Well, I'll tell you, uh, here right now it's 34. feels like 27. It is cold. So that may be why your internet connection froze. I don't think it was the tie. I think it's because of the cold weather uh, there in Rockford. But we're glad you're watching. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, Jan, thank you for tuning in from Rockford. Uh, Miss Reyes, California, thank you so much. And I hope you're doing well. Let's look at Proverbs 28. And Proverbs 28, and um, boy, I got all choked up there. Let's see, verse number 10, the Bible says, Proverbs 28, 10, it says, He that, no, that's not the right verse. Uh, Proverbs 28 and verse number, uh, well, that's a good verse. We'll get to that here in a minute. Look at verse number um, 13. He that covereth his sins, the Bible says, shall not prosper, but whoso confesseth and forsaketh them shall have mercy. 
<coughs> excuse me, we're talking about some words here that begin with the letter F. The word falling, I had that, I don't know, I wrote down the wrong verse, so we'll figure that out here in a minute. But verse number 13, the Bible talks about failure. Uh, failure, uh, forsaking our sin and finding forgiveness. He that covereth his sins shall not prosper. You know how to be a failure? I'll tell you how to be a failure is you sin and you try to cover it. You try to hide it. Uh, you don't deal with it. That, you are setting yourself up for failure. He that covereth his sins shall not prosper. You're not going to succeed if you're trying to cover your sins. Failure comes when we cover our sin. Failure comes when we uh, don't deal with sin. Uh, we will not prosper. However, the Bible says we can prosper and we can be successful if we will confess and forsake our sin. The word confess, it means to own it, to acknowledge it. To say, I realize that I've committed a crime, I have uh, committed a fault, uh, I have a debt, I have something that I have done against someone, and you confess that sin. Well, sin is the transgression of the law, 1 John tells us. Sin is not just the things we do uh, that others uh, do. Sin is the things that we do that are contrary to the Word of God. Sometimes we are good at justifying our sin, aren't we? Uh, what is sin? Oh, it's what, what Brother Caleb does. Oh, it's what they do. It's what my neighbor does. It's, but not me, not me. My sin, uh, no, it's not. Well, no, the truth is sin is not just what everybody else does. Sin is the things that we do. We're all sinners. We all come short of the glory of God. The Bible tells us there are sins of omission and there are sins of commission, meaning there are some things that we do that are sin and there are some things that we don't do that we should do. And that also is a sin. The book of James says, Therefore, to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. We cover our sin, and can I tell you, when you cover your sin, you're not going to succeed. Uh, you're not a failure if you sin. You're a failure if you sin and you don't confess it and you try to cover it, you try to hide it. The Bible tells us in the book of Numbers, Be sure your sin will find you out. We cover our sins when we justify our sins. We cover our sins when we excuse our sins. Here, here it is. Are you ready for this? Well, if you would have known what I was going through at that time, then you'd understand. Well, yeah, of course, we all go through hard times. We all have a bad day. But a bad day does not give us an excuse to sin. That, that is covering our sin. You're not going to prosper if you cover it. You're going to prosper if you confess it and forsake it. Here's how we cover our sin. We cover our sin when we compare ourselves with others. Here's what we do. Well, I know I did that, but that's not nearly as bad as what so-and-so did. Oh, if, did you see what they did? Did you hear what? Oh, my. I, I'm glad I didn't do that. Well, maybe not, but can I tell you, you and I have sin that need to be confessed. We have sin that needs to be forsaken, sin that needs to be dealt with. We also cover our sin when we ignore it. And boy, I tell you what, I see that today. It's just we ignore it. Oh, I, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm not going to acknowledge it. I'm not going to deal with it. And eventually it's going to go away. Oh, no. Sin does not go away until it gets dealt with. Um, I, maybe you've had some, something like this happen, or I've heard of people like this, that things have happened. It's such a sad thing. Uh, but maybe you had a bill, and you didn't pay that bill, and you didn't pay that bill, and you didn't pay that bill. And you get the letters, and you get the notices, and you get the late fees, and all that. And you say, well, I'm just going to ignore it. Well, can I tell you, it doesn't get better when you ignore it. It doesn't get better the longer it goes. It gets worse. 
And can I tell you the same way with sin? The difference is God doesn't forget. Uh, God knows. God sees. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. God knows. You say, well, what am I supposed to do about it? I'll tell you what you're supposed to do. God says that if we confess our sin, that He is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You're only a failure if you stay down. You're only a failure if you cover your sin and try to hide your sin. But you are not a failure when you sin and you confess it. So we forsake our sin. We get, we get, get our sin confessed. We deal with it. We, we say, I want to get away from that. And then we experience the forgiveness and the mercy of God. I'm so thankful that God is a God who is a forgiving God. You see, when you and I sin, uh, God, uh, uh, God has to punish that sin. God has to deal with that sin. But when that sin is confessed, it's covered in the blood of Jesus. And when God looks at you and God looks at me, He doesn't see our sin, but He sees the righteousness of His precious Son. When we confess it and we forsake it, we experience forgiveness. I hope you have a great day. Thank you so much for tuning in. God bless you. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.